This is Channel Attitude. Your voice, your right, your freedom. This is Vince Russo's The Brand. morning everybody welcome 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 to breaking down the attitude era hour by hour i am vince russo man it is january 9th 2023 welcome 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 everybody man i gotta tell you Today I'm going to cover a very, 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 very monumental hour of WWE programming. And I am going to tell you up top, I think this was the most important hour in the history of the company, in the history of the company. The only other one I think might have been right up there is Andre the Giant pulling the gold chain off of Hulk Hogan's neck. But I really do believe that this episode was even more important than that because, man, I had not watched this hour of uh, Raw in a very, 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 very long time. And in going back and looking at it today, I can tell you, man, without question, this, this was the official start of the Attitude Era. This was the one episode that really really catapulted the WWE into mainstream headlines. No question about it, man. And uh, I will always, 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 bro, tip my hat and give 100% credit to Vince McMahon for that. Um, If you go back to this time, guys, you remember that uh, Mike Tyson was banned from pay-per-views for the biting of Evander Holyfielder's ear. But Vince said, listen, man, he may be banned from boxing pay-per-views. He ain't banned from wrestling pay-per-views. So Vince made the decision that... um. I'm going to get Mike Tyson on a pay-per-view, and I'm going to get Mike Tyson on a pay-per-view in a WWE ring. Now, guys, when, when I've talked about this before, I do believe Vince had other intentions. I, I, I really do. I believe that Vince had ideas of perhaps somehow, some way, representing the career of Mike Tyson. I I really believe that. I don't think this was, you know, just all about, you know, getting Tyson on WrestleMania. I think it was much, much bigger than that. I don't know that for sure, bro. That is only speculation on my part. The only people that could answer that are Vince McMahon himself and uh, 
you know, Shane McMahon probably. But um, 1,000% kudos goes to Vince for seeing the big picture of what Mike Tyson would mean to the WWE at this time. I got to be honest with you guys. I didn't think it would be as huge as Vince did. But going back and rewatching this hour today, man, I think it was even bigger than that. So, guys, today we're going to look at part two, season six, episode three, January 19th, 1998. Um, Last episode, I missed the cliffhanger of the first hour going into the second hour, and that was DX. It was Sean, it was Hunter, it was China. Uh, Sean was very disappointed that they hadn't found The Undertaker yet. They promised the people The Undertaker. Then all of a sudden, the lights go out, and we see Shane, I'm sorry, we see Sean and uh, Triple H pointing to something up in the sky. From there, we go to a shot of Tyson and his entourage um, heading into the building. We're going to see a lot of Mike Tyson shots in this second hour, man. You know, and again, the whole idea behind the shots is building, 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 building the anticipation of Iron Mike Tyson, who is going to be in a WWE ring. Vince McMahon has some huge announcement to make. We don't know what that is, but really building the anticipation. We get right into this second hour where we get The Undertaker's music and entrance. And we're seeing The Undertaker being dropped uh, slowly to the arena floor. Um, You know, again, guys, I do not remember all of this. So I'm watching this a lot of times, uh, wondering what's going to happen next. I assume, bro, the way, uh, you know, I write the show and my input, I assumed that this was going to be Shawn Michaels dressed at as The Undertaker. And uh, sure enough, bro, it was uh, Shawn's drop as The Undertaker. There's really no way you could tell that it's him. We get to the ring. Taker's in the middle of the ring. At the appropriate time, we hit the DX music. Shawn Michaels does the striptease. And it is, in fact, Shawn Michaels and not The Undertaker. Triple H and China then come down to the ring. They are wheeling a barbecue. Remember this past weekend, Taker was in the casket that Kane set ablaze. So DX is going to have a little fun with that. You know, and again, bro, I'm not tuning my own horn, but this is how you get people over. You don't get people over match after match after match after match after match. You get people over with shenanigans, just like the shenanigans of Triple H right here with with the barbecue grill. The weenies, the hot dogs, the marshmallows. Triple H is wearing a uh, apron that says "Suck the cock." Uh, they talk about their uh, ju- jumbo wieners. 
But China really does have a big stick, and China brings out this tremendous, I uh, I guess it was a sausage. Uh, Triple H, man, some great one-liners here. I know I wrote this for them, and I'll tell you why in a second without a shadow of a doubt. But um, uh, Triple H says to Undertake, uh, says to Sean, hey, Sean, where'd you get that gear? Where'd you get your outfit at a fire sale? Sean turns around and says, how did you like your Undertaker? Rare, medium, or well done. So they are really, really playing off of the Undertaker uh, getting burnt to, uh, you know, his his demise. Um, then Triple H starts cutting a promo on, on um, Owen. He calls Owen the Mr. Hanky. Of the WWE. Keep in mind, bro, it was just holiday season. This is January 19th. So I guarantee you, Mr. Hanky, the Christmas poo, uh, just appeared on South Park. So we're playing over that. Uh, As Triple H is cutting the promo, Sean is just holding this huge meat stick uh, between his legs, uh, Triple H declares that he's going to give Owen a shot at uh, the European title right here next week. Again, as we continue on with this promo, mo- uh, you know, a lot of sexual intent, uh, uh, innuendo, um, a lot of t- still taking shots at WCW, man. You're still going to see that. As I said, man, I am a big advocate when you're in number when you're number two, you throw the kitchen sink at number one. I'm sorry, bro. That's my strategy. When you're number one, number two doesn't exist. But they are in Fresno, California. Triple H says to all the uh, California girls out there, no need to ride Space Mountain because it's old, it's worn out, and it's bleach blonde. Uh, If you want the rocket, I got the ride. And any, any KISS fan out there knows that is a direct lyric from KISS's Rocket Ride. If you want the rocket, then I got the ride. Say, rocket ride. So uh, a complete ripoff of a line from Rocket Ride. I promise you, uh, Vince McMahon did not. Uh, write that line. So from there, Triple H goes, who's next in line for HBK? He says, not only uh, uh, am I at the top of the mountain, I own the mountain. You can ask every wrestler that I sent down uh, back down south. And he says, Triple H lays down for nobody, which is important, bro, because this is the start of the Vince and Shawn Michaels problems behind the scene. And Shawn Michaels is saying here, this is the message to Vince McMahon that I don't lay down for anybody. So again, bro, coming off of the Survivor Series, he's now sending a message to Vince. Are we going to have the same problem with Sean and Austin when they have to do business together? 
from there, bro, we continue building up Tyson. Now he's seen in the back with the Legion of Doom and Sonny. We go to an eight-man tag, which was a little weird, bro, because the honky-tonk man was on color. I, I I don't know why the honky-tonk man was on color. The only thing I could think of, bro, was um, I believe the rumble was the day before, so maybe they just kept honky-tonk man in there for an extra payday. I honestly don't remember. But it just seemed a little odd with the rock uh, with the hockey talk man being on color. This was a uh, six man tag with the Bariquers, um against uh, the Headbangers, Taka Michinoko and Owen Hart. This was a, a a four on four. I did not like this matchup, bro, and. Quite frankly, man, I watch these shows every two weeks. So I was like, why the hell is Owen in this match, man? He's, uh, we're trying to obviously, um, get him up the card. But then I realized that there was heat with Owen and the Bariquas. Remember, DX paid the Bariquas to, I know I'm saying that wrong, bro. So if you guys want to send that to Castrating the Marks, please do. I know DX did business with the Boricuas, and uh, they had gotten some heat on Owen Hart. So even though I don't like this match because I don't like Owen in an eight-man, the reality is I'm still trying to follow up on these stories. We didn't forget about these stories. Owen still wants his revenge. This breaks out into a brawl where we get Owen over using the sharpshooter. The funny thing about this, bro, is sharpshooter was never mentioned. JR and the King never mentioned the term sharpshooter, and I guarantee you that is because Vince McMahon was in their headset screaming at them, don't use the term the sharpshooter, because at this point, Brett is over at WCW. I can't imagine that Brett had the sharpshooter uh, copyrighted, and this was a uh, this was a legal issue here. I can't imagine that. Uh, probably Vince just didn't want to say sharpshooter because he probably would have thought that would have put uh, that would have been putting. Uh, uh, Brett over, but it was very funny. I mean, Owen purposely uses the move and it's never acknowledged by the referees. From there, we go to Mike Tyson in the back with the rock and the nation. And man, bro, it's, it, it's so funny, you know, watching the rock and Tyson at this point, uh, never did I think that these would be two of the, uh, biggest pop cultural stars uh, in my lifetime, you know, Tyson was already um, a pop culture icon at that time, but The Rock wasn't. So to see the two of them together is very, 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 very interesting. From there, we go to an interesting matchup in the ring, which is Rocky against Ahmed Johnson. Um, man, it's funny, bro, because in this match, the Rock uses the people's elbow before it was the people's elbow. So it's interesting to see him use that elbow, but not refer to it by the name uh, that became iconic. 
a good match. Rocky getting good heat. A good Rocky sucks chance. Um, with um, with Rocky now getting in a little bit of trouble, Ahmed turns the tide. Mark Henry comes down to ringside. Uh, he grabs a chair um, without the referee's knowledge. When the referee is it, uh, back is turned, um, Mark Henry takes that chair as he's on the outside of the ring to the back of Ahmed Johnson, lays out Ahmed, ref didn't see it. And it was good. They 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 did it in a good way where it did not make the ref look stupid. Ref goes, uh, uh, Ahmed goes down. We get the rock cover. One, two, three. That's the victory over Ahmed. Uh, from there, we got a little heat. Ken Shamrock hits the ring. The place becomes unglued. The people are going nuts. Bro, it's funny now because now, uh, you know, there are 20 minutes left in this show. Okay. I, it, it's very important that I break this down for you. There are 20 minutes left in this show, and the announcers are telling us we are going to see Stone Cold Steve Austin. So we're told there's 20 minutes left, bro. We're told we're going to see Austin. We know we're going to see Mike Tyson because we've been, um, We've been promoting it all show. Think about, bro, weekly today, weekly today on Raw, they go to the main event match, which usually is meaningless. A lot of times it's a tag match with the women. 30 minutes left in the show, bro. They go to a meaningless match that everybody knows is going to be 30 minutes. And what happens, man? They tune out. They absolutely tune out of the show. There's 20 minutes left. We're going to see Austin, man. We're going to see Tyson. We ain't going nowhere, man. We ain't going nowhere. And we even have a tag match where they're hyping this between the Godins, the Godwins, and the New Age Outlaws. And this is for the tag team titles. Um, the Outlaws come out wearing um, overalls, basically telling um, the uh, Godwins that we we want to show that we're loyal to Southern Justice. Um then they get into the match. Southern Justice jumps the Outlaws. Man, bro, it's funny. There was a really, really botched spot in this match uh, between Phineas and Billy. Really, really botched, where I think Phineas was a little concerned that he hurt Billy because you could see him talking to Billy when he was over him. Bro, speaking of Billy, it, it's unbelievable, man, to watch this show from 1997. And still seeing Billy Gunn work today. That, that is absolutely unbelievable. Um, so we have our match. Um, man, it's funny. Uh, th- think about where, where we are today. Uh, Henry Godwin is, is wearing a Confederate flag shirt. He's got a Confederate flag patch on his knee. This is why I think, bro, 
I don't think anybody at Peacock is watching these shows. I know nobody at Peacock is watching these shows. They would never in a million years let this fly. Uh, I, you know, guys, I do want to talk about, you know, Mark Canterbury, who is um, Henry. Bro, this guy's the real deal, man. This, this guy would have would F you up in real life. Phineas was a big guy and a tough guy, but he was more of a funny guy. Um, he was always the joking guy. Um, but um, Mark Canterbury would kill you. Um, and also, you know, both of these guys, very, 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 very close to Taker. Um, man, during this match, I had a pop because JR brought up Andy Kaufman. The Andy Kaufman angle brought up the uh, 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 Lawler on Letterman, so that popped me a little bit. Um, for the finish of the match, bro, we see Billy uh, uh, catch one of the Godwins with a stuffed pig, knocking him out without the ref seeing it. Yeah, you got back-to-back matches here, bro, where the ref turned a blind eye. I know that's going to happen, and both of them it was done well. In in neither of these matches did the ref look stupid, but you got to be careful in the back-to-back matches. Um, knocking them out, we get the cover, and I know there's a brick in the pig or uh, something like that. Bro, something very weird then, too, man. They do a hotline number. And uh, JR says, will it be a macho week for the WWE? I'm not sure what he means by that, bro. Um, I don't think, you know, Macho Man does not come back to the company. I don't know if he's trying to tease Macho Man's coming back to the company. But this was a little weird. Now we have Vince coming down to the ring. Now we are going to have our moment, which changed the history of the WWE. But before we do, I want to talk to you about my friends Nick Aldis and Mickey James and this great product that they're selling. Are you having trouble sleeping? Are you always feeling tired? Well, it may be time to to use Recovery PM and see why thousands of customers keep coming back for more. Most over-the-counter sleep aids are just melatonin. The problem with melatonin is if you can't relax and fall asleep in the first place, melatonin's not going to work. It's just going to make you irritable. Recovery PM is a professional blend of nine clinically proven natural sleep aids and tranquilizers. That's natural tranquilizers plus magnesium. So you're going to relax, bro. Then you're going to experience a deep sleep, wake up refreshed, ready to attack the day. Our whole lives are affected by a lack of sleep, our work, our relationships, our mood, our performance. And guys, I'm talking about you in the bedroom. Did you know that lack of sleep reduces your testosterone as much as aging 10 years? Upgrade to Recovery PM for 30 days. You'll be amazed how you feel. Thousands of people already have, and over 85% of them come back for more. I know a lot of people in the brand have started using this, and it's working. Nothing is more important than the proper rest. Recovery PM is now available from RecoveryPM.com. 
R-E-C-O-V-E-R-Y-P-M.com. R-E-C-O-V-E-R-Y-P-M.com. If you use the code BRAND, all caps, you will get 10% off your entire order. Get the best sleep of your life today at recoverypm.com. So let's get into the close of this show. Vince McMahon comes down to the ring. We go to commercial break. We come back. Vince is in the ring and gives a Vince McMahon introduction. The only way an introduction can be given to Iron Mike Tyson. Tyson makes his way down to the ring with his entourage. Bro, I you 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 can feel the electricity in the air. The way this thing has been set up. That live audience in Fresno wants Tyson and Austin in that ring face to face so Badly, bro. So uh, Vince and Tyson go down memory lane a bit. Uh, Tyson puts over Bruno San Martino. Vince brings up Don Leo Jonathan. Uh, Of all wrestlers to bring up, I have to assume they had a prior conversation and Tyson brought up Don Leo Jonathan to Vince McMahon. Uh, what an odd, what an odd choice uh, to bring up. And then Tyson brings up Nikolai Volkov. Now Vince is setting the stage at WrestleMania in this very ring. This is what everybody's waiting for. Is Tyson going to wrestle? What exactly is he going to do? Bro, this has been weeks and weeks and weeks of buildup and uh, absolute speculation, bro. What is Titan going to do? Titan going to do? We don't know. This is all speculation. We don't know. We don't know. We're going to know in a minute. But before Vince can say it, we have Stone Cold Steve Austin's music and entrance. Place goes nuts. Unglued, bro. Officials, referees, Shane McMahon, my good friend Matt Miller, Everybody is following Austin down to the ring because they know there's going to be trouble. That ring is loaded up. I love, 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 love with all the people out there with Tyson in the ring and his entourage. Austin does the entire four corner gimmick. Um, And Austin immediately gets in Tyson's face. Vince is in the middle. And uh, he lets Tyson know, you step in this ring. You're stepping in my ring. And you are messing with Stone Cold Steve Austin. Austin makes it clear, I want a piece of Mike Tyson's ass. Bro, the people are are, are coming unglued, man. This is what they want. Are we going to get Tyson and Austin at WrestleMania? Austin says to Tyson, your your beady little eyes are locked in my eyes. You are looking at the toughest son of a bitch in the world. Then Austin double fingers, double birds Tyson right in his face. And it is on, bro. It is red hot. 
These people are going nuts. These people are going insane. Great, great heat. A great pull apart. Vince yelling at Austin. You ruined it, Austin. You ruined it. You ruined it as he's kicking. Vince is kicking at Austin. It is a frenzy, bro. Out of control, man. This was perhaps the most important pivotal moment in the history, not only of Raw. I'm going to say the company, bro, WWE. We go to commercial hot. We come back with the announcers. Uh, uh, JR is saying that was a sports center moment. Everybody's going to be talking about that. Little did JR know. 25 years later, everybody's still talking about that. We go to the back, Tyson and his entourage. They are wild. They want Austin. Get us Austin. We want Austin. And uh, again, bro, (laughs) 1,000% proof that Peacock does not look at these shows is somebody's from uh, Austin's entourage refers to, uh, I mean, Tyson's entourage refers to Austin as a word beginning with an F uh, and ending is a in a T. Uh, that is all I would say about that. What a great moment, bro. I had not seen this in a very, very long time. What a great, great, great moment. What an important show, bro. You're not going to have the world watching next week. Like, seriously, you're not going to have the world watching this episode next week. Great job, bro. Everybody involved. Very, very well done. Guys, I want to let you know, some of you have kvetched. Some of you have bellyached. And I have listened. And starting in two weeks, I'm going to cover the entire Raw episode, the entire two hours in one episode. Uh, This way, we'll be able to move it along a little bit. Yes, it will take a little more work on my part, but that's that was the feedback I was getting. So I want to give you guys what you want. Also, man, please check out our new show, bro, that's debuting this week on patreon.com forward slash Russo TWC. You see it right there in the bottom of the screen. Hey, Ma, look. I've got a television show in the basement, and we are going to do watch-alongs of some of these Mark wrestling shows. This is a spinoff of castrating the Marks, but there's going to be one subject. There's going to be video watching along these podcasts um, every two weeks. Guys, please check that out. Patreon.com forward slash Russo TWC. Your patronage. Your subscriptions, bro, is what keeps us in business. That is it, everybody. We don't know. We do know, bro. We do know. We do know this. I will be back next week. We'll see what happens. I can't wait, bro. See you next week.